What's up, guys? My name is Justin Odisho, and welcome to the very first episode of the Justin Odisho podcast, I guess. This is something that I've experimented with and thought about for months and months and months and wanted to try. But lately, for the past couple of days, I've just been having a really strong itch to just turn on the microphone and start talking. So if you guys are not familiar with what a podcast is, it's basically like an audio show for you to just put on. They're usually about an hour long, just discussing topics or usually talking with guests, kind of like an interview conversation. Uh, however, some people don't have guests. I don't have a guest with me today, but it's just something that I like to enjoy myself, just kind of put on while you're doing other things, whether that's driving or cleaning your room or just organizing stuff uh, or just browsing other tabs because I'm not going to have a video aspect to it yet. Um, a lot of podcasts out there like the H3H3 podcast and uh, the Joe Rogan podcast now, they have a nice video setup um, and that's just something uh, maybe I'll develop into if this develops into something. But I know that I probably won't be consistent with it if I don't just do it and have an outlet to just turn on the microphone and start talking without having to worry about lighting and cameras and battery and editing and all that. So most of you guys are probably, this is pretty different compared to what's on my channel. However, it's still going to pertain to the things that we're all here together for, which is editing and popular culture around this type of stuff and YouTube and those topics as well. I want a place to be able to do express the other interests and hobbies that are still related to you guys and I think you would enjoy that I can't technically express through the tutorials and I do have the vlogs which I do express them in but most heavily I've been doing this type of stream of consciousness talking in the live streams. Um, so if you guys are familiar with the live streams, then you for sure have seen this side of me or heard this side of me before. So I don't have a guest today. It's just going to be me. Uh, I was just feeling in a talkative mood, but I thought instead of live streaming, let me record a podcast style episode. I'm all for, I'm all about preaching, trying new things. So here I am trying a new thing. Um, it probably won't do super well for the audience that I'm cultivating right now, but I hope that I can at least establish another route or another content platform for me to try out. Because if I never would have tried new things, I would probably would never would have been seeing any type of success on my channel, like, which, all right, uh, <laughs> geez, podcasting is hard. I'm not editing that out though. <laughs> you guys are here for it. But um, I probably wouldn't have been seeing success on my channel that I have been seeing. And it's success to me. It's not the most successful ever, but it's success compared to what I've done on my channel before. So my channel's growing thanks to trying new things. The That thing being I used to only make Photoshop tutorials and now I make... And then one day I was like, why don't I just start making video editing tutorials too? Because I really just like making videos. And that's what really blew up is the video editing stuff, even though I had made hundreds of Photoshop tutorials. So I don't want this uh, podcast to be too rambly. Basically, I'm going to try to structure these in the future to be able to discuss topics. And most of all, 
I w always wanted a good platform to be able to collaborate with others with because it's hard to collaborate with others in other types of platforms. But I feel like a podcast is great. It's a great way to bring someone on and have a conversation with them and just have a chill like hour conversation. There's no video aspect that they have to worry about. It's on the spot and, and they don't have to worry too much about editing and they can just get their thoughts out, promote whatever they need to promote and uh, let the audience get to see a different side of them. So I actually have done that before on live streams, but I just don't keep live streams up because I feel like that experience is not enjoyable unless you're there live. And I don't like people seeing things in my feed that I don't like my subscribers seeing things in my feed that aren't what they subscribe for or aren't uh, something that would be really valuable to them. So hopefully this is different. This is a nice consumable piece of content for you. Um, some people hate my voice. Some people think my voice is relaxing. So if you don't care about what I'm saying, but you think my voice is relaxing, here's an hour long recording or whatever of my voice to relax you. So let's get into some random topics for today. The podcast that I watch, how those kind of sparked this and informed the direction that I'm taking it. So, I mean, recently it feels like everybody's been doing a podcast. Um, funny enough, <laughs> the first podcast that I remember thinking, how is this working, is the this channel, The Report of the Week, which he does food reviews, but he's really into radio. And I just remember thinking, wow, these are two hours long of this guy just talking and I'm sitting here listening to it. There's something about it. You just want to listen to people talk. Uh, then there's also, you know, of course, like the Tim Ferriss podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, um, more YouTubers, I guess, like the Needle Drop podcast was another one that, that I enjoyed for a good time when he was doing it pretty consistently. Uh, and that was a cool way that I saw that uh, the Needle Drop Anthony Fantano got guests on his show. Um, and I think that would be a cool way for me to bring guests on this show. I tweeted earlier and if you're not following me on twitter and instagram and all that go do that at just no d show always plug i tweeted uh that what did i even tweet well i have my computer in front of me so i can check remember i'm doing no edits here um oh i tweeted that i was going to be i wanted to be more like the rap genius of video and photo creatives and that was just an idea that i had for the direction i want to take my channel is Becoming more like the rap genius. And if you guys are familiar with rap genius, they basically have turned into an awesome media company from what used to be just a quirky little lyric site. Uh, I was actually, I, I remember the first time I saw their site. This was years, years ago. The site was called Rap Exegesis. Let me look up what the definition of that word even means. I think it's a biblical term. Exegesis definition. It means critical explanation or interpretation of a text, especially a scripture. Yeah, so the site used to be called Rap Exegesis. I still have it bookmarked as that as well. Call me hipster, whatever you want. And if you type that in, it still redirects to now what is genius.com. They've rebranded to just be annotating everything. However, their roots still lie in Rap Genius. But just watching the way this has turned into an awesome media company and now their YouTube channel almost has a million subscribers as well. I was thinking I could do the same thing for the niche of editing and video and photo creatives. 
um, because I've been doing a lot of music video editing breakdowns lately on the channel and it kind of all just kind of makes sense for me in my head. I'm annotating and giving you the behind the scenes of the editing work just the same way that a rap genius is giving you the behind the scenes of lyrics and albums and songs and they're also bringing artists on to talk about the songs but you never see anyone bringing on music video directors to talk about the music videos so I feel like that's a good uh, expansion of my channel that could be a, another direction to take and if anyone out there has a YouTube channel or has worked on one for a long long time then or maybe it's just me but you know things start to settle in your brain like every time I sleep on it I slowly put together the pieces piece by piece like okay Oh yeah, this makes sense. This is the direction my channel is going. This would be a cool step to take and you slowly expand it out. So I don't know how long I've even been recording here. Maybe only 10 minutes, but I'm pacing myself. Hopefully to anyone that's still listening, it doesn't sound too much just like random ramblings. Of course, this is my first podcast. So uh, I don't, I didn't even structure this one too much. I just have some general topics and I'm going stream of consciousness. Uh, another person that I watched their podcast that also it was an interesting take on the way that they did a podcast was is another YouTuber by the name of Cody Ko. You guys probably seen him. Uh, he makes like funny videos. Um, his podcast is very stream of consciousness, just comedy. And at first I didn't get it, but then, then I started watching them and I was like, huh, this is cool. He's just talking to his microphone whatever comes into his head and he kind of has his own sarcastic spin of humor onto it. Um, of course, a big one that I was just thinking about too is the no jumper podcast. Um, shout out to Adam 22 and he's kind of like the platform for under the platform for underground hip hop, just underground artists, people on the come up. Of course, he had the BMX podcast, The Come Up, I believe. So he's been podcasting for a while. And the thing about trying new things is I remember watching his channel the first time he said that he wanted to start vlogging or try out vlogging for a little bit. And nobody liked it. Everyone in the comments was like, nah, stick to the podcast. As far as I remember, some people were like, yeah, the vlogs are cool. But as far as I remember, there was like, it wasn't hot right away and now or then he just kept vlogging and vlogging and vlogging and his channel's gotten a lot bigger since then and now it's like people don't people are like give us a vlog give us a vlog we don't want the podcast they still want the podcast you know but I'm just saying it wasn't hot when he started and then eventually it's all people wanted at a certain point so just trying something new this is uh an avenue I always wanted to have and as well as that, I've been on a couple podcasts as a guest and I've always felt like I wanted to take control and just have my own because I've been on, I enjoy the aspect of being able to have a conversation and let people listen to it and see that side of you. But I didn't want to wait to be on someone else's podcast or wait for someone to ask me when I could just kind of start my own and control it that way. Whenever I want to sit down and talk, I can have a platform for that. So, I mean, enough explanation. If you guys are still listening at this point, 
you're amazing and awesome and uh you get the idea of a podcast i think anyone who is not going to understand this is going to click on it right away they're going to see a black screen they're going to hear me talking about nothing for 30 seconds they're going to dip out they're maybe even going to unsubscribe which is another scary thing about taking risks on a youtube channel is you build your channel up so much in a particular niche that if you even try to do something outside of that niche you're oftentimes going to just lose some flaky subscribers off the top who are never that invested in you they don't really understand who your channel what your channel is and who you are and they just see something random pop up in their feed and they unsubscribe because they're like i don't remember subscribing for this so i mean i'm gonna gauge it it's just something that i've really had the itch to do but let's keep talking let's actually get on another topic discussion those are some podcasts that i like to listen to or that actually have informed my opinion and perspective on how this can add to the direction of the channel i'm sure there's more that i'm missing but yeah i named all the big ones i mean i mean i i named them all i especially love the the tim ferris podcast i listened to that one a good bit when i was on my self-improvement kick it's like reading a book in an audio format of course you know the gary v gary v podcast I mean, I haven't really listened to his podcast much. He just puts out so much content, but I've definitely listened to him audiobook-wise and listened to a few of his audio things. So enough of that. Let's start talking about where I've come from, where I'm going with the channel, um, how I even started getting into video editing and design and all that. And also, maybe we can name drop some popular topics. Like, I'm not even going to say it. The infamous YouTuber who goes by the initials of JP. But uh, let's talk about that real quick because I want to put it in the title. So <laughs> that's so funny This I want to put it in the title. But that's actually kind of what I want want to discuss about this person. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let's talk about Jake Paul. The number one YouTuber. A lot of you guys are like, ah, not another YouTuber. I'm trying to escape this name, Jake Paul. Everyone talks about their podcast, and there's a reason why. It's because everyone wants to talk about the hot topic and put it in their title. But the thing that I want to talk about is, like, I don't understand why, why some people want to drag it down so much. Like, certain channels are on a mission to bring him down. I'm not saying that I'm the biggest fan of him. I am a Jake Pauler for sure. Jake Pauler, if you ever follow me on Twitter, I always say that I'm a Jack Pauler. It's like a terrible misspelling of it. But it seems like the the overall comment that I that I can see from this is anyone trying to bring you down just by the definition, by the definition of those words bring you down it means that they're beneath you. And no one will try to drag someone down if they're above them. You know what I mean? Hate is never directed downwards or not often. So it, it I think it it's just a, a losing battle to try to hate on someone because it just automatically positions you as beneath them. However, I mean, that's a bit of a general, generalization. Some people... They do have a point. Some people do have a voice and an influence and they speak out on certain things that they see as an issue. But when it comes to YouTube, I feel like it's all it's all just a game. You see someone doing crazy numbers better than you. You start to get jealous. You want to bring them down. Um, but 
at least putting their name in the title helps, you know? That sounded like a total Jake Pauler, like 12-year-old fangirl defense. I guess I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm just trying to say, be careful joining hate bandwagons because oftentimes hate bandwagons are not informed from the right place. That's, that's, that's the direction I was trying to take this. Uh, look at things with your own eye. Don't try, don't join hate bandwagons for no reason, just because everyone else is to me. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't really love the guy's content that much. Uh, I did watch it blow up and there's some crazy stunts and entertaining things in there. And he definitely knows how to keep things jam packed, entertaining, but for sure, you can respect the work ethic of putting up new stuff every day, being, getting to the top, figuring out the system, and uh, you can respect it business-wise. So I'm not saying that you can't have opinions and you can't call out things that you think are wrong, but just think about things from your own perspective and uh, don't don't just blindly hate on something think about it from your own perspective do you have an issue personally with what's going on or do you just see that all these other youtubers want you to have an issue with it or what are the issues that you have of course you can say okay i don't like those qualities about it however i can respect these qualities about it and keep it moving so i feel like that was a bit of a dead horse topic but Whatever, we'll throw it in the title. We'll throw the name in the title to get some more algorithm views. We got to play the game. Sometimes you got to play the game to win the game. Sometimes you got to dumb it down to get it higher. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. All right, number two, let's get on to a real topic for you guys that don't care about Jake Paul and all that. Let's talk about how I even began editing, how I got into this how I started my YouTube channel, why I started it. So I've actually covered this in videos before. They didn't pick up much traction because it was still when my channel was stuck with a lot of dead subscribers. But I started my channel in 2011 because I just had a knack for sharing things. I just had an itch for sharing things. And I wasn't sharing videos of my own creation most of the times. I was sharing just like lyric videos or top five songs of this artist, like top five Drake songs or this new song's lyric. Like I knew if the new song came out and I made a lyric video of it, I'd be able to get views from it. And I didn't know why that was entertaining to me, but I liked doing it. So I started my channel in 2011 because I was thinking, okay, what can I upload that is my own, you know? I'm not going to get copyright noticed. I'm not going to get copyright striked. What can I upload of my own creation and see if I can get views that way? So at the time I was really good at Photoshop or it was just something I was doing all the time. Man, podcasting is hard, by the way, guys. I'm, have you ever talked for this long? I'm like running out of breath. It's like an exercise. <laughs> Anyways, 2011, I started my channel I said, well, what can I do that's original? It's not going to get copyright striked. And taking it back even before that, uh, I was actually trying to get reward points from this free reward point website for doing surveys 
because I really wanted free video games and free controllers. So how old was I, man? I must have been like 16 or something at this time. I was not very old. Um, and there was this site where you'd go on and do surveys, you'd get points, and you'd eventually be able to claim a free game. It was actually like totally not worth it. You'd have to do so many surveys and fill them in with fake information. And then you'd get like 10 points, which is like worth a dollar worth for however many hours of work that you'd done. It just seemed, it was just something I couldn't resist. Younger me just couldn't resist it. It felt like worthwhile. And I would watch, I would read these blog spot blogs and I'd watch these websites. I would watch these YouTube videos about how you can earn referrals and the referrals would do surveys and then you would get money on those. So it was actually kind of like an affiliate pyramid scheme, but really it was like affiliate marketing, which is a, a part of my business now, affiliate marketing and links that I was doing naturally and unknowingly back then. I was putting up YouTube videos of things that I knew would get views and I was putting this long blog that I created about how to join this survey site and get reward points and it actually worked. I, I made like enough reward points to get like one or two free video games before the whole thing stopped for some reason but I mean I got like a free video game out of it which is cool I gotta stop saying like by the way I noticed I catch I'm catching myself saying that it's kind of weird podcasting and listening to yourself at the same time and trying to judge the direction of the content and if it's good or enjoyable from your perspective but after that I said okay what can I make that is my own original and that brings us to 2011 when I started this channel. This channel was called Just This Good. At the time, every single one of my usernames was based on a song or a lyric that was stuck in my head or a little quirky lyric that I thought was cool. So I was listening to this song by Blue, a rapper Blue, B-L-U, uh, called The Oath. And in that song, it says something like, does it really feel this good when you're at the top or am I just this good? And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Just this good. It was stuck in my head. That was my username because I didn't know, I didn't have any plans or ideas for the channel. It was just another random YouTube channel. Then uh, I said, okay, what can I put on this channel that is my own? Yeah, I don't have any worries about getting copyright striked or whatever. I looked around. I said, hey, uh, there seems to be a good audience for Photoshop stuff. And I had been doing Photoshop stuff on forums and for, I mean, like I said with the video games, a lot of how I started editing was editing video game related content. And I was a big, big kid of forums. I'm a child of the internet. I was always on forums, message boards. A lot of you guys probably, I mean, they're not really popular anymore today, but back in the day, like 2007, 2008, 2009, message boards and forums were like the Reddit of the internet. Excuse me. People didn't... <laughs> Am I going to edit that out? I don't know. Um, I'm going to try to keep this raw. People didn't go... There was no big Reddit or Instagram that everyone went to. People went on message boards and forums and you got kind of got to know like the 20 or 30 people that were on those forums with you. And you all created stuff and you shared it to the forum every day. So we would, we would create these graphics and these video game graphics and we would all play Halo together on Xbox Live. And I would edit these Halo montages and videos. And those were some of the first videos I edited. And I kind of cultivated this interest in 
graphic design and video editing in that way. I remember using Photoshop and After Effects. And I used Sony Vegas to start editing. But when I started my channel, I don't know why I didn't even think about video editing or sharing video editing related content. I thought, let me make videos about Photoshop. So the first thing I would do, the first video I ever made on my channel, it's on private now, but it's a video of me just photoshopping a tattoo onto a woman. So I just photoshopped a tattoo onto someone's back. There was no music, no sound, no audio. I just recorded my screen. I did the Photoshop work. I sped it up into like a one or two minute video and I posted it and I shared it on some forums. So at the time, the bodybuilding.com forums, and this sounds even more crazy. Bodybuilding.com forums was like the biggest forums on the internet. And they had this section called the MISC section. So if you if you were there, you were there, you know it was notoriously like meme. There was tons of memes that came from that and tons of channels and things that originated on everything came from the bodybuilding.com forums pretty much. It's like a meme in itself. Everything can trace its roots back there. Um, because at the time I was also really into working out and all that. This must have been sometime in high school. But yeah, uh, I knew that if I, I made the video, I posted on the bodybuilding.com forums and I said, hey bros, I'll give you reps, which were the system, like upvotes on Reddit now, but back then they had reps. They had reps and negs. So I was like, watch this video. Let me know what you guys think and I'll give you guys reps if you watch it. So in that way, you can kind of manipulate the forum, kind of. I was always a smart little child, you know, <laughs> of the internet, that is. I knew, I always knew how to maneuver on the internet. So I uh, I would get like a thousand views that way, which is cool. That was great, you know. A thousand views is still good today. Uh, I would get like a thousand views that way. Obviously not real views, but I guess I picked up a couple of my first subscribers in that way from people who were interested in graphic design. And they're like, oh, cool, another bro. Let's let's check out his channel. At the time, also, my name was completely anonymous. No face, no nothing. Just my voice and the screen recording. And I plan to keep it that way. I couldn't even imagine putting my real self online on the internet. Then someone said, why don't you show us how you did it instead of just doing it? So I was like, huh, you're right. Okay, I made a tutorial. So then my second video ever was a tutorial. I did like a pop art color effect, like uh, an Andy Warhol type of effect in Photoshop. And it was really bad. Uh, you can still watch it on my channel today. I just recorded straight into the computer's mic. I was very awkward. I had a lot of pauses, probably how I'm going to reflect on this podcast. Very awkward. But I... I did it. I posted it again to the forums and I offered my reps. I can't remember how many. I maybe I got a couple hundred views. I can't even remember because at the time there you got to remember I wasn't doing this for money. I don't even really know why I was doing this. I just enjoyed creating and sharing stuff and having an audience for it. It was just really fun to me to to see if I could have the numbers there to see if I could get a thousand views. It was just super fun to me. It was like a game. Uh, and then I made my third tutorial. I believe it was my third video ever. And this is actually still, at the time of recording this, the most viewed video on my channel. 
It's called a Photoshop pop of color effect or something like that. I've, I changed the title a while ago to try to make it better, but I basically showed how to do a Photoshop pop of color effect. And even in the video, I say something like shout out to the misc section on the bodybuilding.com forums. Uh, I said something about the eggs protein, very cringy because I was posting them on the forum and getting a couple hundred views that way. But call it beginner's luck. I read something in a book that beginner's luck is always there to serve you a purpose to get you started because that is still the most viewed video on my channel, which is crazy. I think some I think some of my newer videos are about to overtake it, but it's sitting at like 600,000 views and that was the third that was the second tutorial I ever made. It was really bad. It just kind of hit in the system and I always had a good knack for trends and what might hit so I mean but that didn't pick up 600,000 views until today until over the years when I first posted it it probably got a couple hundred views I don't remember when things started picking up traction but I would keep doing that for some reason uh, every other day or every couple days I would post a new tutorial and slowly but surely after the first year of doing this maybe i i made a couple dozen videos i don't know maybe 20 30 40 i can't recall how many i've made in the first year of my channel but in the first year of my channel i gained 2000 subscribers and i probably wasn't even keeping track either at this point but i gained 2000 subscribers and for some reason i can't tell you why i kept being consistent with it uh maybe i enjoyed it as a, something fun to do. It was a nice little side life from going to school and going to work, you know, just a fun little hobby to uh, remove myself from the worries of every day, I guess. And then it, I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I think things started to pick up in the second year. In the second year, I, and I only know this because I checked the stats. I grew to something like around 20,000 subscribers, which is great. And I don't remember it, but I do remember if I posted a video, I could rely on it to have a couple views and a couple comments. And I do actively remember search, like knowing everyone else and that I was kind of, I don't want to say competing, but who else was popping and big in the community at the time. And there's a couple other channels that were also making tutorials that were bigger than me. And I was like, wow. And back then, the biggest thing was like these graphics channels, like GFX kids who would make like cool, like GFX for clans and logos and little illustrations. And they all had maybe 40 or 50 or 60 or 70,000 subscribers. And to me, they were just like huge. I was like, dang, I wish I could get to that level one day. I was sitting at like less than 20k eventually 20k so eventually uh, after two years two or three years I just kind of stopped you know I never really went into it with a plan so as school and work and money and things like that I needed to have I just kind of stopped doing the YouTube channel because I didn't I wasn't paying my way through school with the YouTube channel. I didn't really have a plan for it and I kind of just got tired of doing it. And uh, I did, I mean, I was make. I did start making money after the first year of grinding out on YouTube. They opened up the AdSense program to everybody 
so everybody could start putting ads on their videos and that was a super new thing and i mean youtube has changed a lot through the years i remember you the whole channel layout thing used to be different you used to be able to design the whole background of your channel and just the way videos were positioned i've been actively consuming youtube since like 2010 and it's been my main source of entertainment instead of tv especially shifting so i don't even watch tv anymore i don't remember when this stopped but I've always been really into following channels on YouTube and I've built up a whole bunch of people I've been subscribed and followed to since then. But the money I was making from YouTube at the time, and I can check back on my stats, I think the most views I'd ever gotten in a month was like 100,000 views, which to me I thought was my peak. 150,000 views in one month, I thought that was my peak I'll never be able to get back to that. And so my uh, YouTube checks were looking like my first YouTube check was maybe like 10 cents. I, I, it doesn't actually pay out till you get $100. So it was like 10 cents, then 10 bucks the next month, then 20 bucks the next month, then 50 bucks the next month. And finally, I crossed the $100 threshold and I got my first YouTube check. But I think it never really climbed past a couple hundred dollars a month and it was cool it was really cool having that extra money it felt even though I definitely was putting a disproportionately more time and energy and effort into it than it was worth monetarily it was just really cool having that source of income because I enjoyed what I was doing and I would have done it without money so it felt like free money it felt like free money and that's why it was cool about it but I was working a normal job at the time uh, eventually I got a new job kept going to school and the school bills started getting more expensive and yada yada I mean I don't want to make it sound like it was bad or anything <laughs> I never was like super struggling but I definitely never knew how I was going to pay for school unless I really started working more at the job or got some I don't know that didn't happen until like way later but anyways I didn't quit the channel officially, but I just stopped uploading. I stopped uploading for like a whole year when I was at 20 or 30,000 subscribers. I don't know why one day I just didn't make a video and then I didn't make a video the next day. And then a, a year passed by and I didn't make a video. And when I came back, I started reflecting on the channel. I mean, I still got views every month, but about a year after I started reflecting on the channel and I thought, hey, I let a really cool thing go to waste here, you know? I don't want to let this go to waste. It was always fun building it. And I've gotten to a point where many people would die to be at, you know, not die, but many people would really love to be at a point of like 20 or 30K subscribers. So I started picking it back up again. I started making a couple of videos. However, it just wasn't the same. A ton of pretty much all of my subscribers were inactive and I would pick it back up for a couple months and then I would stop and then I would pick it back up for a couple months and then I would stop and pretty much I was at about 50 or 60,000 subscribers that were just totally inactive. I would post a new video and I'd be lucky if it cracked a thousand views. I could barely crack a thousand views and especially when I started trying to do different things like post a vlog or anything like that. And this was still way later. 
I would have 50 or 60,000 subscribers and not even get 300 views. I was totally reliant on breaking through in the search, kind of like my first couple of videos did. Because uh, some of my videos would still still rank well. So I then thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I have something cool here. I'm not going to let it go to waste. Uh, I'm kind of tired of juggling this work school thing. It would be really cool if I could do this YouTube thing and go to school. It would allow me to focus on school. I, I was just kind of sick of the, the work life, like waking up every day, going to work a retail job, going to work or whatever, nine to five. And it's just kind of draining on you after a couple of years. You get sick of having to be on a certain schedule. So I just knew that I would... F I didn't have any more time to keep retaking classes or I didn't have any room to fail a class or I had to just be able to focus on schoolwork if I wanted to graduate. I don't even know why I wanted it so bad, but you know, everyone, you go, you go to school your whole life and you're told you want to graduate and all that. That's a different podcast. But I was like, it'd be really cool if I could eventually make more money, enough money on YouTube. Because I, I was slowly weaning down on my regular job to be part-time. I, I Because I would be going to school and I just couldn't do full-time job, full-time school without dropping in my classwork and eventually having to retake the class and just a big waste of time and money cycle. So I slowly, after being in my job for a couple of years, would kick it back to be only there on the weekends. And eventually I was like, okay, well, if I'm only here for two days and I'm only making this much, you're telling me that if I didn't really put a lot of effort into it, I couldn't be making this much on my own online. I used to make, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Tell me I, if I didn't really try at it, I couldn't make a little bit more. And that's what I used to convince myself. And uh, eventually I slowly started picking the channel back up. At around 60,000 subscribers, I told myself, I'm going to pick it back up this time and I'll pick it, I'm going to give it a really good shot and I'm going to do it right. And uh, it's hard for me to discuss all the details just because there's so many details over the years and things that I can't, uh, maybe can't remember on the spot here for maybe for a different day. But that was the basic gist of it. I started picking the channel back up and I said, I'm going to do it right this time. And that around that same time I said okay you know what the heck is this name I'm using just this good it's such a random name I can't grow with this I started reading a lot of books about this type of stuff like Gary V and all that that's how I fell into all that world and I said you know what I'm gonna this is this is the secret I'm gonna be, show my face on the camera I'm gonna be more professional because I saw there was a there was a couple of other channels at the time that were growing really well doing the same type of Photoshop stuff and I said, look at that. The only reason that they're growing so well is because their videos seem professional, whereas I'm just banging out these average videos and I don't have my face in them or they don't seem that professional. So I said at the beginning of 2016, I believe, uh, I rented a, a little space. I did it all up. I talk about this in my vlogs. You can see it in my vlogs. I took a couple months to totally get everything ready, get a nicer camera, invest in a microphone, all this stuff, and get in front of the camera 
And I thought, as soon as I start getting in front of the camera and making these tutorials and people can see me, and I'm really putting this professional quality format in this, it's over. You know, my channel's going to blow up. And it didn't. It definitely did not. But it was exactly the right move that I needed to make to be more invested and give it a better effort. And so I was so invested in it at that point. I said, I'm going to just keep doing this until I graduate. I'm going to give myself until I graduate to make something happen here. I don't know how I'm going to pay the rest of my tuitions off for my last couple of semesters because uh, I wasn't getting I wasn't working a regular income. I wasn't getting a steady thing. And I picked up tons of freelance gigs in between. There's a lot of things that I am interested in and passionate about. And I've always had a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, although I hate that word now. Don't want to put it in my Instagram bio or anything like that because it's just a lot of like wannabe type of entrepreneurs lately that you see online. I don't want to be classed into that. But I would always be flipping things on eBay or buying clothes. I'm, I was really into clothing as well. If I didn't start an editing channel, I could totally start like a streetwear type of men's culture and clothing t- channel. And that sounds, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Like websites like Grailed, uh, I would be buying and selling clothes like crazy because it was something I was really into, m- probably more into than Photoshop at the time, for sure, more into than design. And I liked the aspect of design that was in clothing as well and the aspect of expression and branding and art and all that. And I still am really into clothing, but it's something that you you definitely need uh, to, to play. You need money and I'm not, it's something that I'm going to probably re-engage into once I've saved up a bit more and feel like dabbling back into it. But I just don't have time to think about it as much as I used to. But where was I going with this? Yeah, I would be making money just however, just buying, selling, flipping stuff. I bought a whole case of these expensive shorts one time and flipped them uh, on uh, on Grailed, which is this men's clothing website. If you that also is pretty new, kind of like Rap Genius, that now has evolved into this like crazy men's culture and clothing platform that you see all these popular rappers styled by them and uh, ASAP Rocky and all this stuff like making songs about this type of stuff there's a whole culture out there and there's all these different worlds that I always seem to stumble into that already exist and you are probably affected by them as well and one day you're accidentally going to fall into your next hobby and that's how it usually goes but where was I even going with this yeah so (laughs) 2016 to 2017, you can see this all in video. First time I got on camera, the lighting was terrible. The aspect ratio was off. I didn't barely knew how to use the camera properly. I just kept working on it. The lighting got better. My in front of the uh, camera presence got better. I got more comfortable. Some of the Photoshop videos started to pick up. Some of them didn't, but it wasn't like I expected. And I was still spending my whole youtube check at the time at renting the space driving to it making videos but at the same time i started doing other things too like vlogging i was like let me get my instagram game right i'm gonna do this like a business this time i read all these books i read every single book like gary v uh, tim ferris four hour work week like all these self-improvement all these business books i literally consumed it all like a monster and 
I did everything in my power to make this work. So I kept making videos. Some of them were picking up traction. I think I went from like 50 to 70 or 80,000 subscribers, like 50, like I think 60 to 70,000 subscribers. I grinded out that year for, I remember I would be making like 800 subscribers a month and then a thousand subscribers a month and like 1500 subscribers a month. And like one month I did 3000 subscribers. And I was just really hoping like if I ever hit a hundred K I would be thankful and I would think that I made it and that's it. That's all I need. I hit a hundred K and nobody really knew that I was focusing on it this hard, I guess, but I was definitely focusing on it very hard. I didn't even really know myself what I plan to do with it. I just had taken the first steps. I didn't know that I'd eventually have built up enough confidence and realized that this is just what I need to do. So I was treating it like a business. I really took my time to optimize things, like think about the different revenue streams that I could use, like affiliate marketing and uh, creating actual software and products and plugins and uh, ad money and working with brands and all this stuff, I was trying to do it right because I knew that I would never be, I wanted to optimize where I was at because I knew that I wasn't getting that many views a month. And then I also, along with trying new things like vlogging, I that I said, let me try to make a video editing tutorial. I don't know what sparked this. I don't know why. And video editing was always my, making videos was always my original passion because I used to edit those video game videos and those Halo montages and stuff back in the day. And I was actually really good at editing and I would have to edit the Photoshop tutorials like a video anyway. So it just kind of hit me to try it. So I was like, let me try to make a Premiere Pro tutorial. Um, I was reaching out to a bunch of people to collab with a bunch of time as well. Uh, a lot of people. And somehow, you know, I just went, when I went legit with it, I really went all in legit with it and it opened up a few new things in in front of my in front of my like eyes to try. So I made a, a Premiere Pro tutorial. I forgot what it was. It was something so basic. I never could have imagined like how it would sprawl out like this. But it didn't really do much worse or better than any of my other videos. So I still made some Photoshop tutorials. But every once in a while, I'd throw in a video editing tutorial. And then they slowly but surely started to pop like way ahead of the pack. Like the Photoshop tutorials were not cracking a thousand views and the video editing tutorials started to pop like way ahead of the pack. And so I just kept looking at what was working and I kept doing more and I kept making more and I kept making more. And it got to a point where my channel was growing I remember when my channel was growing 100 subscribers a day. I was like, awesome, 100 subscribers a day. That's awesome. And I had gotten kind of sick. I think I had like some type of flu or fever. And I was, my, I saw my channel was growing at 300 subscribers and 400 subscribers a day. And I was like, whoa, I need to get better because I'm sick right now. And I need to get back because this is 400 subscribers a day. I've never had that ever. I used to, I used to get 1,000 subscribers a month. I need to get better so I can make more videos. And I didn't know if that was going to be the peak or it was just something, some freak accident happening. 
but I kept making videos and I really was going hard at it now. I was, I had actually quit going to the place because I just, it wasn't worth it to me anymore. I didn't love it. It wasn't the perfect location. So I brought everything back to what I'm working right now, just my room. I'm actually set up my whole audio software in the closet. I said, no, I'm going to make it work without renting someplace and having to go there because getting in front of the camera was not my end-all, be-all solution. And I don't really need it. It was just an excuse for me because I don't like... I just wanted somewhere quiet to work at 24-7. And it, and it worked. It was definitely a necessary step. But I had outgrown it by the end of that time. And not even really outgrown it. It wasn't perfect for me. So, wow, I just realized I've been talking to myself for so long. <laughs> You're still listening. Thank you. But um, I had got, I so right as in the, I clearly remember January 2017, something kicked in the algorithm. I don't know. I had been, I totally forgot such a key point. When I realized that things weren't working, even when I was getting in front of the camera, the only thing left for me to try was, I was like, I need to start uploading every day. This is not enough uploading a couple times a week. What am I doing? I quit my job. I have it all the time in the world. I mean, besides going to school, there's no excuse for me to miss a day anymore. I really need to go hard. And I read something that if you upload for 100 days in a row, something in the algorithm kicks in. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I uploaded every single day. I did not miss a day. I was even down to the time, I think, uploading every single day. I made like 100 videos in that 100 days and continue to do so. And once you just start making a lot of content like that, things do start picking up, especially if you're savvy and you know what to make and you start to understand your audience and you start to understand what's hitting. And making a new video every day, I got better at making the videos. I got better at making the thumbnails. I got better at doing the tags. I studied this like day in and day out, like a science on how to make this work. And things started picking up in January 2017 and they just kept picking up and they kept picking up and I got 15,000 subscribers that month and then I got 20,000 subscribers then I got 30,000 subscribers in a month and now we're sitting in August like eight months later and my channel has gone from that 60 to I remember hitting 70,000 subscribers in the winter and now we're sitting at 290,000 subscribers almost at 3,000 subscribers growing like a thousand a day and uh I've this month is a little bit slower I did go on a bit of a, a camping trip and going on some different trips and missing a couple days and I see now when you stop uploading you stop growing as much so I'm definitely trying to grind get back on that that daily and just keep figuring out what works and what's hitting and trying to figure out the longevity of the channel but it's crazy to me that we're almost at 300,000 subscribers and everything that I used to be so unsure about if it would work, like how I was going to pay my school off and if any of this stuff would ever make money and if it would work, it's crazy to me because it's working more than I ever could have imagined and I can't believe I ever thought that it wasn't going to work. I can't believe I ever didn't believe it because once your mind is, once your mind experiences a certain amount of possibility or does something then then it's like it was always possible like 
300,000 to me seemed imp 100,000 seemed impossible. Now I got my sights set on more like a million and it doesn't seem impossible. So that's where they always that's that I understand why people say set your goals high and I can't even really tell you what happened a whole a mixture of combination I don't like I think video editing and, and filmmaking has become super popular as well in the past six months and the timing was just perfect and my 200 plus experience making Photoshop tutorials translated into me being one of the top if not the top Premiere Pro specifically channel on YouTube online and without without all that experience before maybe I wouldn't have been in that perfect place in time because I mean who else really could I mean besides the few people that are also doing it who else would be better who else would be the number one Premiere Pro specific video editing channel at least for the past couple months like statistically it's like almost meant to be nobody else would have had years and years of experience screencasting tutorials like I had. I mean, aside from the other channels that do, but it's crazy to me that I thought I was never going to beat my old peak of 150,000 subscribers and that my channel was just always going to have inactive subs and it was really frustrating. And that's why now I really appreciate where I'm at and I know how hard it is to pick up momentum and I know how easy it is to lose momentum and lose attention. And so I do everything I can to be super consistent, always try new things and always keep uploading and grow my website and grow on Instagram and create more products and just make it more real. Because at the end of the day, it's not even about numbers anymore. It's about actually putting in the work to become something and helping people and doing good work that's it it's actually about building a body of work and the numbers and the subscribers they come as you build that catalog and it can turn into something that you don't even know that is completely different than what you're at like look at Dr. Dre spent his whole life making music making beats becoming so successful in the in the music and rap industry like making millions and millions of dollars then then allowed him the platform after he put in that work to create a product of the Beats headphones with Jimmy Iovine or however you say his name and then the Beats headphones turns out to be the biggest success of his career really the way that he's made the majority of his wealth through that one thing but it took him his whole life and his whole career in the music industry and doing what he loves to be able to build up that platform to do something so crazy and unexpected like sell headphones that turn into a billion dollar industry bought by Apple, you know? And I don't know if the meaning of life is just to acquire wealth and be successful, but at least to me, figuring it out still, a part of it is to just do the work, do what you are passionate about and I, I don't you know who knows why anything is important but engage in the things that you're passionate about and try to advance move the culture forward of humanity collectively <laughs> this is getting so deep <laughs> 
move like humanity forward culturally in whatever way that you can and just raise the overall collective consciousness and engage in art because sometimes I feel like creating art and 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 experiencing art is almost like the only things that matter in life eventually after you figure out your basic survival like after you take care of your basic survival needs and health and and as long as those things are not an issue then the only thing that's left is like art and creating art and appreciating art because it really can change the world and change just everything (laughs) i think we'll end it at that it's a very uh abstract way to end it and I don't even know what I was trying to say but hopefully some of you guys can get it and take it in whatever way you want again we're all trying to find meaning here figure out meaning for ourselves and what everything means so make it mean whatever you want to yourself hopefully it's entertaining and it helps so let's call that my first podcast I actually think we went for about an hour it started off a little rambly I know a little bit off topic but Uh, That was a pretty long story of me starting the channel and getting to this point and so much more in between that I can't even say without talking for hours and hours because remember this is years of my life. But if you guys enjoyed this and you watched it all the way, comment like hashtag all the way in the comments. If you actually watched it all the way, let me know. That would be really cool. Uh, Tweet me at Justin Odisho. Follow me on Instagram at Justin Odisho. Again, I'm always doing this type of conversation in the live stream, but I'm bouncing back and forth with you guys in the live streams. And this was different because I'm just talking to myself and I just talked to myself for like an hour. So yeah, subscribe if you're new here. Let me know what you think about this. Uh, Maybe we'll go into episode two. And of course, I want to bring guests on for sure. I'm not just going to be babbling to myself in every single episode. I want to bring guests on and have conversations with them about their work. And uh, yeah, that's it. Leave a like on this. Let me know what you thought in the comments. Subscribe if you're new. Go follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that. And just reach out to me. So thank you guys for watching. If you watched all this way, you are my favorite type of person. You are the best subscribers out of all my subscribers. And I'll see you guys on the next one. No music or anything this time. I'll figure out how to make it fancy with music and titles and all that. (laughs) Peace.